this bulletin, Australia imposes compulsory coronavirus testing for travellers arriving from China. The world mourns the death of former Pope Benedict, who has died at the age of 95. And in sport, United Cup success for the Czech Republic in Sydney this weekend. G'day from the SBS newsroom. I'm Peggy Chakamelos. The federal government is implementing mandatory testing for passengers arriving from China in response to a jump in COVID-19 cases. From January the 5th, the government says that travellers will need to take a coronavirus test about 48 hours before leaving and show a negative result. Federal Health Minister Mark Butler says the continuation of travel between Australia and China does not pose an immediate public health threat. I want to stress that these arrangements have not been put in place lightly. I want to stress again that we warmly welcome as a government the resumption of travel between our two countries. This is going to be a wonderful thing for families who haven't seen friends and relatives for months, if not years, as I said, particularly as we lead into the Lunar New Year period. Australia is adopting similar compulsory testing measures to other nations, such as the US, India, Japan, Italy and Taiwan. Citizens of the world are hoping 2023 symbolises a fresh start with a tumultuous 2022 marked by the war in Ukraine. Europe and Asia have bid farewell to 2022, while many communities are reflecting on the past 12 months of difficult times. Arjun Singh, who is celebrating the new year in New York's Times Square, says after the conflict in Ukraine, economic woes and COVID-19, it is a period of change. We want a resurgence in the new year, just as been then there's a growth over the last year, a growth over next year is what we want and it's what we hope we'll get. Australians have embraced the chance to gather together to ring in the new year without health restrictions containing the party. About 60,000 people watched fireworks at Brisbane South Bank while Adelaide and Hobart had their own stunning displays. This reveller at a beach in South Australia celebrated for the first time in three years without COVID-19 rules in place. This is freedom, no masks, nothing. <laughs> I know it sounds selfish. But COVID's are lurking, but we have to make the best of everything. Catholics around the world are mourning former Pope Benedict, who died aged 95, in a former monastery with services being held remembering him. Pope Francis says the church and the world have lost a noble, gentle person who was the first pontiff to resign in 600 years. Pakistani parish priest Reverend Sylvester Joseph has thanked the late church leader, for what he offered to the congregation. It's a sad news for the Catholic Church and for the whole world that uh, uh, beloved Pope Benedict XVI has passed away, but he has served the church very well. 95 years he, he was working in the church and as a head of the church, he has done a marvellous job for the church. Newly released cabinet papers from 2002 show why the former Howard government refused a referendum that would have changed the constitution's preamble to recognise First Nations peoples. In May of 2000, hundreds of thousands of people walked across the Sydney Harbour Bridge in support of reconciliation. The Council for Aboriginal Reconciliation, now known as Reconciliation Australia, presented the former Howard government with a roadmap for reconciliation with six 
key recommendations in that year. But two years later, the Howard government rejected those recommendations. Cabinet's official position was that a national apology would be inappropriate as it would imply that present generations are in some way responsible for the actions of earlier generations. Indigenous academic Marcia Langton has since urged the coalition to take note of the national mood. So after three fails on the public mood, the marriage equality plebiscite, the Victorian election and the federal election, one would think that they might go back to the drawing board and come to terms with what modern Australians think. In tennis, Petra Kvitova has secured a first United Cup win for the Czech Republic, beating German Laura Sigmund in Sydney. The 6-4-6-2 victory on Saturday night has given her country a lead, while another German player, Julie Neimler, lost in a separate match. Kvitova is currently ranked number 16, and the Czechs could seal their path to the semi-finals from Monday. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. Newsroom.